Are you ready to experience God's best for your life? Ready to rekindle your dreams? Today's episode completes our Overcome Overwhelm Recovery Strategy Series. Stay tuned. Staying real about faith and family begins in 30 seconds. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at Access Accessmore.com. Welcome to Staying Real About Faith and Family. If you're looking for a community where you can get real about life without resistance, you're in the right place. I'm Linda Goldfarb, and each week, Heather Greer and I offer personal insight to encourage transparent living from a biblical viewpoint with practical applications. Staying real with the Holy Spirit's leading is what we're all about. We pray that today's episode blesses you. Let's go to Father. Father God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to complete this series on overcoming the overwhelm that we experience. Father, speak into the hearts of those that are listening, Lord. Give them the words that you want them to hear. We love you, Father, and we praise you and thank you so much for just allowing us this time. As always, if there is anything that we share that is not of you, we trust that you will not allow it to be brought back to the memory of those that are listening. We love you, Father, and we praise you, praise you, praise you. We really do. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. It's great to have you here today. You're going to be entering into the recording that we had that's going to pick up from last week with our final three ways to rekindle your dreams. God bless. And then we're going to go to number three. And number three is attend leadership training and Bible studies. And really, this offers us the opportunity to be open to the dreams that we may have forgotten. Sometimes we need to have something brought back to our remembrance to rekindle what it is that God has placed in us from the moment that we started walking with him. And Heather, for many that are in the workplace, they have leadership training. And if you attend leadership training, it keeps you on the cup, it keeps you on the cutting edge helps you to be top in your field of what you need to know as a leader. And as we mentioned from the beginning, we're all leaders. So in that area, it could be just, you know, how to parent well, how to be, we can take parenting classes or we can attend something that's going to grow us as an individual in the community. Maybe it's dealing with community service. There's so many areas that can give us training to help us move forward in discovering what it is that God wants us to do for him, with him, and to rekindle those dreams, as well as Bible study. Bible study is so important, and to be able to come along with others and to be able to be in the Word, studying the Word, to discover in a deeper sense what Father is sharing with us, 
And if we go to a Bible study online, if we're having that, again, intentional time in Bible study, to me, it's different than our personal time. It's walking through something that's regimented, that someone else is posing questions. And it helps me to think outside of where I am personally, where what I have accomplished so far. It helps me in growing beyond my current maturity in scripture. I highly encourage those. And again, when we're in this training time, this learning time, I consider myself a lifetime learner. When I attend what someone else is offering, it can open up my dreams where I went, you know, I that's what I was going to do. <gasps> that's, oh, I remember that. I loved that. But my life got topsy-turvy and I forgot that that's what I wanted to do. That would be number three, attend leadership training and Bible studies. Well, and Linda, I find even in my own life, it's not necessarily that I've forgotten the dream. Sometimes God has planted the dream long before he intended me to begin living it out. Mm -hmm. And in those times, God will open it up to us when he wants us to begin living it. But that training and the Bible studies and even our life experiences at that time are things that he is using to develop us so that when he does say, okay, now's time to start this. He has us as prepared as he needs us to be to go forward in that dream. Amen. He really does. And if we can allow ourselves to discover that, then we're going to be utilized so much more by him. So I agree. I agree. Number four is connect with like minds. And this is outside of Bible study. This is coming together in a community where you're around those who believe in Jesus Christ. They're going about life as usual, but it's a community. It can be a church community. It can be a, you know, couples community. It can be singles community. When we come alongside others and we connect with them on a regular basis, we are able then to listen to the dreams they have, and it frees us up to dream again as well. We can become stagnant and stale in our day-to-day, but if I am around someone else who's, man, their spiritual juices are flowing, their creative juices are flowing, it's kind of like for writers going to a writer's conference Now, that would be a little bit more in maybe the number three, uh, attending a leadership training, but being exposed to others that are on the same path as I am and listening to what they're excited about, it can get me excited again. And it can rekindle things in me that I just really maybe had not even given myself permission to, to dream about again. So connecting with like minds, very, very important. It's funny that you brought up writing conferences, because that's where my mind went was that, you know, authors know how this works, especially authors of faith. But I was going more the local writing groups. So not necessarily where you're going in for the big trainings and the things you don't know. But in these groups where we're all together, we're all working, even though our dreams are a little bit different, our goals are a little bit different, we're at a different pace. We all have that same like-mindedness in what we're moving towards. And 
I know for me, I come away from our local writing groups. I may go tired. I may go worn down. Mm. I may go thinking, well, I just need to go. But then I come home and I'm energized for what I'm doing. I'm, I, I've got this new idea. I've got this new tip or trick to make something work out that hasn't been working out. I get encouragement. I get strength. I get direction. I get all of those things. And I don't think it's unique to just writers. I mm -hmm. mean, you get a group of crafters together and they come away all giddy with all the things that they learned and did and whatever. And I think it works for just about anything you want to be in. Amen. Amen. And I do like you. I've got a real good friend of mine. Her name is Kathy Edgington and she's a crafter and she has been a part of my ministry from the beginning. And she is someone that I would consider a gal who knows me well. And her and her group of crafters. And I mean, they do so much together, but the giddy word works. They love being together. They lift each other up. And some of that is that iron sharpening iron, but not in a way, as you mentioned, not in a way of teaching, not like a mastermind uh -huh. group. A mastermind mm -hmm. group would fall into the number three category, but this is those that are freed to be themselves and just to love on each other and to lift uh -huh. one another up. It's like a social aspect when you're coming together and just hearing about what's going on in each other's lives. I think that's so very important. And I think it's key as well when we come together with others. There may be times when someone is going through a difficult time. Let's don't stay in that difficulty. Don't stay mm -hmm. there. Don't, don't leave the group with that sadness of what was there. Mm -hmm. Leave the group lifting each other up. What can yes. I bring that's going to lift up everyone's face? And in doing that, when you walk away, that leaves you ready to come back again. And that's what we want to do. Absolutely what we want to do. So that brings us to number five, pray. I've got three portions here. Ask for prayer, pray for others, and practice family prayer time. Asking for prayer puts pride to the side. The enemy does not want us to ask for prayer. The enemy will have the spirits of oppression and suppression and the whispering in our ears that say, well, golly, what's going on with so-and-so is so much more important. What you have going on is nothing compared to what they're going through. Don't even, oh, don't even bring it up because it's just a, you know, you don't want to waste, waste their time. Father is totally, <laughs> I mean, he comes back the opposite direction going, bring everything to me. There is nothing too small. Ask. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're told in the word that we don't have because we haven't asked. And again, mm -hmm. folks, I'm not saying about stuff, but shoot dog. If you need a car, father, I need a car. And this is all the money I have. I trust that you are going to satisfy it. Bring mm -hmm. it to him. When we ask in prayer for ourselves, what we're saying is we trust God in what he says he's going to accomplish and who he is. Right. We're speaking it out saying, I trust you. And I'm, I know that you're going to do what you're going to do. And I, and I trust in your will, your way, and your timing. 
so we can ask for prayer. Then praying for others, that intercessory prayer, lifting others up when we're going through difficulties is one of the best things that we could ever do. But praying for others in the moment, praying for others when they come to us and say, you know, this is happening. Hey, let's just stop and pray right now. Or lifting them up, asking, may I share this with my intimate prayer group? It's important. And one of the things that I found, Heather, that's so powerful, on occasion, God has allowed me to meet people as I travel who I will never see again in this life. And he prompts me to pray for them. And then I ask, may I share this prayer request with my prayer warriors? It's amazing. But look on their faces of saying no one's ever done this before. So when the Holy Spirit in us, again, that power source in us, encourages us to pray for others, don't feel like you shouldn't. Just do it. Just do it. And then the third portion, practice family prayer time. I cannot stress this enough. Our young people will emulate what they see. Have you ever seen the pictures, Heather? And right now we could see a lot of it on the videos, the little short reels where you have a father who's shaving and you have mm -hmm. the son that's there next to him and he's acting like he's shaving. I've even seen it where the mama is vacuuming and the child is acting like they're vacuuming uh -huh. because the young ones will emulate what they see and hear us do. And that can even be to extremes. When I hear parents or, you know, I, I could be one of those parents who said, I don't know why they said that. Well, chances are they heard that. Uh -huh. And it's the same when we practice family prayer. Many, many times I've been in a situation where families gather or people gather and their rule is whoever is last in putting up their thumb, they have to pray. And I'm like, well, I'd rather be the first one to put up my thumb so I get to pray. Mm -hmm. And the thought that I get to pray, that I have a father God who hears me, who listens to me. I want my kids to know that. I want my grandbabies to know that. I want uh -huh. my friends to know that. So I've got to practice what it is. So if we have a meal together, who gets to pray for our meal? Right. Young Sam would come in and this is our, you know, he's 18 years between our first and our last. And so he kind of was raised as an only child because the other three were already out of the home for most of his life at home. And Sam and I would alternate going in and praying for him. As he got older, he would come out and say, who gets to pray with me tonight? Just that thought, who gets to pray with me? Who gets to pray? Who gets to talk to God? Who gets to do this? When we practice family prayer time, doesn't have mm -hmm. to be elaborate, but it's really good if it's passionate. As my kids say, don't let the food get cold, but make sure it's from our heart. God knows right. our motive. And 
Just saying thank you sometimes is enough. So our children know, our friends know, we do this because we get to. It's so very important. I love that image. It, it is so sweet to think that not only who gets to pray, but who gets to pray with him. You know, that's another connection point uh, with the family. And, you know, you're right. Sometimes in, in light of other people's big needs, asking people to pray for our dream seems frivolous, mm. but it's not. Mm-mm. If God is our source, uh, we need him and we need Amen. others in our corner praying for us. Amen. You know, scripture tells us where two or three are gathered, there's power in groups. Mm. And it's another way of connection for them too. It's them getting to become part of our journey. Yes. Them getting to connect to our dream. Mm. And there's something special about that. Amen. Amen. I like that you brought that up. When we invite others to pray for us, now we have an extra connection and they can lift it up, lift it up. And that's just powerful. So powerful. So as we're finishing up, we have a couple resources that we want to share with you today. We're going to have the links in, of course, the show notes. And there's a couple books that we have, um, Heather and I discussed that really kind of go along with what we're talking about today, as far as rekindling our dreams or recharging our dreams. Mm-hmm. And we have one that's by Sheila Walsh. God has a dream for your life. And then one by Bruce Wilkinson, the dream giver. And Heather, I'd like you to share a little bit on these books that we'd invite our listeners to check out. These are books that I've gone to year after year. Anytime I feel like I need a recharge or refocus of my dream, um, I do go to these books. Uh, the tagline or one of the quotes from uh, God has a dream for your life by Sheila Walsh is it's time to dream again. And knowing that with God, nothing is impossible. Dream big. Mm. She writes in a very real, very relatable way. It's a way that encourages and excites you for what God is going to do. And then Bruce Wilkinson's the dream giver, um, a quote from it. Are you living your dream or just living your life? Mm. And his is written um, kind of Pilgrim's Progress style where it's an allegory and he takes you step by step through the development of the dream and what it means and what you're going to come up against and how to come back against that and how to see it finally come into reality, how to give it to God. And it's just a really encouraging step by step help for seeing your dream come to life. And we do like equipping all of you. And there's times we're not going to recreate a wheel if there's a wheel that's already rolling. So we love offering resources that others already have ready for you. And again, there'll be links in the show notes for those. And so that's kind of what we have for you. This wraps up our portion three or part three to overcome the overwhelm, we must recapture our purpose, redirect our mind, and rekindle our dream. And as you walk away today, we pray that you have one new aha that's going to encourage and equip you 
as a fellow sister and brother in Christ. So we hope that this has been good for you. And, and don't be worried if it's a process. I know overcoming overwhelm in my life mm. is definitely not a once and done kind of thing. Amen. It's something that I think I've got under control and then I have to come back to it again and again. And each time I do, I find it is most definitely worth mm. the effort and attention that I give it. Yeah. And today's thought consideration is the Holy Spirit's power transforms what we offer into more than we can fathom or produce on our own. Hmm. If we can get that, if we can wrap our mind around it, if we can wrap our heart around it, if we can release ourselves and have that freedom to experience the supernatural power of God, there is nothing that cannot be accomplished. There are no dreams too big for God. Hmm. When we enter in to the mindset of, Father, I know you know my heart. I know you know my desires because you tell me that in your word. Can I share with you today what it is that I have on my mind? And if this is your will, then in your way and in your timing, I, I will claim it. I will just say, all right, you open that door, God. I'm going to walk through that door trusting that you are laying the groundwork for what's around the corner. And if it's not what you want for me, guess what, folks? We don't want to go through that door. We don't want to go. We don't want to enter into someone else's dream for us. Can I give you that? There's a mm -hmm. lot of people that dream for us. You know, you should. You'd be better if. You can, mm -hmm. that's, we have to go back to those voices of influence, right? Uh -huh. But here's the thing. I don't want to enter a door that's not the door that God has for me. Right. So I will pray often, Father God, open the doors that no man can close. And I will walk through with abandon, even mm -hmm. though I may not see what's on the other side. And also at the same time, Father God, close the door that no man can open and I will not go looking for a key. Mm -hmm. I will trust you in what you have prepared for me. Thank you. Thank you, God. And thank you, Heather, for being here today. And it's, I just always feel good knowing that you're going to be with me. So it's, it's one of those <laughs> where I'm like going... This is really good. Heather's going to be there. We get to talk back and forth. And it really is a conversation. And I like that it's mm -hmm. a conversation. And that, I mean, you bring amazing stuff to it. And it's just, it's a joy for me to be able to come together with you. Thank you that you said yes when uh, I, I approached you with this. Reluctantly. I reluctantly <laughs> said yes. <laughs> it took some doing. God had to speak that one. Um that was one of those dreams that I didn't know God had for my life. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's basking in it, folks. Now she is like oh, going, yeah. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, it could have been one of those where I was wanting it more for her than herself. But uh, I think the way that it came about when Heather, when you came back with that, yes, for mm -hmm. me, and you know, it totally took me off guard. Oh, yes. I, I wasn't ready for that. I, that wasn't what I was expecting in our conversation. Yet it came 
And uh, there was actually a witness that was there. And this yes. is at the Blue Ridge Mountain Christian Writers Conference. And there was a gal that was there that was talking to us. And, and folks, when Heather said to me, you know, I think I know the direction I'm going to go. And then we really started talking kind of cryptic to each other. We weren't even <laughs> finishing conversation. I was like, are you serious? And she said, yes. Really? You mean that? Yes. And this other person is looking at us like a ping pong, you know, it's like a ping pong thing. And I finally had to turn around and go, no, you don't understand. God has a vision. He gave me a vision and 100%. Is that my dogs are barking? And yes. Barking. Well, they're excited about the vision too. That's, that's yes, what I'm yes. going to say. So they may even bark us out during this one here. That's okay. But I know that what God designs for us, if we are open to it. He does bring what we need to have, which includes maybe fresh dreams, new dreams, mm -hmm. and he brings it to fruition. And mm -hmm. that's what we trust. That's what we trust. I'm so, I'm so glad you're here. I love being here and I love talking about dreams. Um, it's something that I'm passionate about. I mean, shouldn't we all be passionate about dreams, but it's not just a conversation between me and Linda. You're part of this too. And we would love for you to join today's conversation. Tell us about a dream that God's put on your heart. If you're at that place where you need prayer for it, ask us for prayer for it. If there's a verse or a resource that you found useful, share it with us. Let's all be there to support each other and encourage each other in our dreams. And you can do so by visiting stayingrealwithlinda.com. You can also comment on our Facebook posts. We like the conversation there too, and we look forward to hearing from you. And if you enjoy our talks, please subscribe to our podcast, take a moment to review and rate it. Always be sure and share it with your friends. Let's make this community even stronger. Hmm. We are like-minded. And mm -hmm. we're here every week to encourage you, to equip you if that's what God gives us, and really, I think, to remind you that you are loved. You're mm -hmm. not alone. And real life happens. And oh, yeah. we have a real God who can satisfy every need. Every yes, need. we do. Oh, our friends are friends. May Yahweh bless you and keep you in all that you do. Until next time, this is Linda Goldfarb and Heather staying real about faith and family. <laughs>